It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast, your one-stop shop to dominate fantasy baseball and football. Come get some. baby yo here we go don't you know it's the stack attack fantasy podcast i'm your host jeff trella and with me as always is my brother from another mother Woo! got it right trader andy what's what's up my dude what's up my man what's going on i like the shirt there man you're getting all pumped up for like a trip or something look at you look like the makeup boy man look at you i don't know man this shirt might have something to do with my crash and burn today we'll talk about that later (laughs) Oh right. yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So so uh what's going on, man? I know the Knicks are playing right now. The last Wednesday they won while we were live on the well, air. So and I hope good? the whole I hope the same thing happens again today because every time I've watched, we've lost. So this time I'm gonna just stay in here, let Nick make some jokes as the game goes on, and we're gonna win. All right. Sure. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Sure. All right, so while we're at it, let's talk about uh, Mr. <clears throat> Mr. Nick Mimi over there. What's going on, my dude? How you been? What's up? You're pointing the right way. Yeah, nice I'm, job. I'm learning, bro. It must, be, learning. It must be the shirt. It must be the shirt. I, I figured out the mirror <laughs> image thing, bro. Woo! It's a shirt. <laughs> What's up? I don't know, man. I'm excited about today, man. Today's a big day. Good All day. Right? Good day. You guys ready to go? Mm-hmm. We Absolutely. good. All right. We got a lot going on. We might be looking at a couple of uh, new viewers and listeners today we're hoping for this week. All right, we got something exciting. We're going to talk about the Scott Fishbowl in a little while. We might have something fun to give away. Thanks to Mr. Scott Fish later on. We'll talk about that when we get there. All right. But in the meantime, you know, we always start our show off the same way with a victory lap and then a crash and burn. So let's talk it through, man. Nick, take a victory lap on this week, man. What do you got for me? Good week overall. TGFBI. I'm still in the top 40. Number four overall pitching, top 40 overall. Uh, Raz Slam, I think I'm in the top 40 or 50 now. And I did the satellite because I was bored and I wanted another draft, and I'm in the top 20. So overall, we're, we're, we're building on it, hopefully. Nice. 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 All right. Andy, what do you got, man? Take a lap. All right. My man, Alex Verdugo. I, I've been on him for years since he was with the Dodgers. He's actually outperforming Mookie Betts as we speak right now. Love the hit tool. Batting 280, 290, home runs, stolen bases, batting in a, a nice uh, top of a nice lineup. I love the guy. I, I'm sure Mookie's going to come around, but right now, Verdugo looks solid. Yeah, I mean, if you if you if you take it into a glass bowl right now, it looks like the Red Sox did pretty well with that trade. Short term, short term, mm-hmm. short term. Yep, we have him in that uh, team that we partner on together. The uh, the Ramada in, in Milwaukee League, the uh, Dynasty League. So, here's hoping, man. I yeah. didn't get him. In, I didn't get him in TGFBI. He was a big focus for me. I missed out. I know you got him in one of our more important home leagues. So, yeah. congrats on that. All right, my victory lap has to do with TGFBI. It's not that great of a lap, but I'm just happy to see Cody Bellinger back in the lineup. He might be one for twelve so far, uh, but just just to have him back after I've been dealing with injuries with uh. Grisham and and Realmuto and and obviously him for a long time. My first having your first round pick just feels good. So here we go, man. Let's go. I'm in the uh, Nick. You're in the top forty. I'm, yeah. I, how are you doing in your league by itself? I I don't even know that answer. I am actually. So it's funny that you say that. The guy that's in first, I think he's number six overall. And then there's two. There's three of us that are battling for second. We're a point apart. 
And the guy ahead of me is in 30th overall, so we're duking it out right there. All right. So I'm hoping my pitching comes together, and uh, we're getting there. Yeah. Last time I checked, I was 25th overall, and we, we've basically – two of us have moved up and, and moved out, out of the stratosphere off everybody else, and we left – the, the third guy, like you were saying, we left him in the dust. So he's like 15 points behind us right now. Obviously, you could fix that, but we'll, we'll see where that goes. So I'm pretty excited about that. We're, we're, we're looking pretty good. All right. So if you're going to take a victory lap, sometimes you're going to fall flat on your face. So, Nick, where would you fall on your face this week? So this week, uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff Lambert, he did a June 2021 <laughs> Eliminator. Uh, 32 analysts were selected under 1,000 followers. Here I am, and guess what? Um, I lost in the first round. <laughs> uh, I think I lost by 30 votes. I think there was something about 200, 230 votes. So, yeah, oh, wait, you you, you see that you see it as a crash and burn, but you were actually actually selected. Yeah, I wasn't. Was even, a, I wasn't even. I wasn't even selected. So, where, where, where what am I? Hey, hey, <laughs> have you learned nothing? He has learned nothing. We do not. Except participation trophies around here. In the garbage. In the garbage. You win or you lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Nick, I, I I was the one that nominated you. I don't know you if you know you that. Were. I did yep, that I know. behind the scenes. I woke up to that. You know, <laughs> I woke you up with, with with your notifications going crazy. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. that, I was out at 9, 9 p.m. I woke up at 5 a.m. and I had 20 Twitter. I'm like, what the hell happened? Yeah, something who will get traded? No, just that. But no, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem, dude. All right, trade Randy. Let's go, man. Fall on your face. Oh, well, this is actually weird because this was one of my victory laps in the beginning of the year, but now it's a crash and burn. I don't know what is going on with Eduardo Rodriguez. Won his first four games in April. I was had him in every single league, and he is actually in the midst of blowing up everywhere. And uh, I'm trying to take away a couple of my uh, shares on them and try to recover. But I, I'm not sure what's happening with them. Yeah. You guys have any idea what's going on with this guy? Cause he has been horrible. It, it, it doesn't look good. I I haven't actually watched him pitch. I do have him in TGFBI, but I'm going to do some investigating this week and see if this is something we need to move on from. It was so hard last week too. He had uh, two starts or, or you know the Astros and the Yankees, and you felt good. And, and here we go. It's 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 not gonna it's not gonna end well. We still got the one with the Yankees, right? He already blew up against the Astros. Yep. yep. So we're gonna blow up against the Yankees later on this weekend. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what to do there. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> All right. My crash and burn is again personal life situation, but this is stupid. So my wife and I like it's been a rough year. It's been a rough year. I had a nasty bout with COVID. I'm still need a, a damn freaking uh, oxygen tank to sleep on and everything. The hell with it. We're like, let's book a trip. You know, let we so we book a trip. We're excited about it. We go. We're going to an all inclusive just for a couple days. Uh, pretty soon too, um, to Jamaica. So I'm feeling a little ivory man, right? Sure. And <laughs> that, yeah, that's why I'm wearing this stupid shirt today. Um, <laughs> but. Dude, how stupid is this guy? My flight is on July 5th at 11 a.m. And the Scott Fishbowl draft starts on July 5th at 10 a.m. What idiot am I? Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, I wasn't going to tell my wife not to book the trip or, or to delay the freaking thing. But you know what? I'm a moron. 
What the hell else are you gonna <laughs> oh, do? Oh, there it is, yeah. Moron! Yes. So I, I need to get this group chat started with my <clears throat> league mates soon. I don't know my league yet. Scott said he's gonna do that very soon, but uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I need to fix this crap. This is a problem. I'm gonna end up timing out several times and getting eliminated from, from everything. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I, I heard you got something you want to rant on a little bit before we get started. Well, it's just and this is just life. Like it's just things that just piss me off. And oh boy, uh, I don't care. And I'm not trying to be negative like I was yesterday. I'm in, last last week. I'm in a better mood this week. But next must be uh, winning. You, you, no, no. It's just you know you don't Marcelo Zuna. I mean you, you don't you don't touch a woman like that. And it just pisses me off and just aggravates me. I'll never own that guy ever again. He should be zero percent owned. He should get suspended for the year. He actually got caught in the act choking his wife. I don't care what she did, did to you. you. You should never do that. And it just pisses me off. And, you know, it's like I'm trying to raise my son the right way, and I'm going to tell him to walk away no matter what the girl does, walk away. And that's what everyone else should do. All right, that's all I have to say about that. I got nothing to add, man. Per yeah. Perfect, beautiful. Nail on the head. Nail on the head. A little, little tear, man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, some things are a lot bigger than fantasy. And, and you know, I, I, I'm a Phillies fan, and, and I had – basically shunned off Odebel Herrera from my life. I He's their leadoff hitter now and, and everything, and I own him in none of my 17 leagues, even though I've recommended to people to pick him up. I'm not doing it. I just don't want to. I, you know, you just respect women. Like, how hard is that? Respect women, right? I mean, come on. Let's go. All right. So let's move on. Let's uh, let, Let's be a little positive now, but thank you for that, Andy. I appreciate that, and I pointed the wrong way. I saw that. Um, so we're, 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 me and Nick are in this, are in the Scott Fishbowl. We were in the first wave, the first wave. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and we earned it this year. I tried. I tried. Yes. Yes. Andy I'm a, I'm a the, moron. Andy I'm a failed moron. the bot check. Andy failed the yeah. bot check, but uh, they kept on telling me I was a bot. I was doing it wrong. <laughs> you might be. You might be. This week's moron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm man. in there now. I'm in there. Yep. All right, so so we're in it to win it this year. We didn't have to win our way in like one of you might have to do, but Nick, we'll talk about that later on. All right, um, and, and how we got in there, we snuck in the back door last year. But Scott is so generously giving us the opportunity to give away a shot and not not a shot, but an invite into the league this year, and we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. But we want to talk about giving and being a good person first. You know, Andy, you just put a perfect segue into this, talking about, you know, being a good guy, treating women, women with respect and everything. The Scott Fishbowl is all about just being a good person, giving back, being the best version of yourself. So this year, in the spirit of that, because we got chosen and we're so grateful for that, and we will be once Andy gets his as well, um, we've, we're launching our our new initiative of giving this year, which is going to be called stack attack is back just because we found another word that rhymed and it worked. <laughs> right. So what we're going to do is every week moving forward, we're going to have a charity of the week. And sometimes it might be a major national charity, which this week it is. It's the American heart association. Um, sometimes it might just be a GoFundMe that we saw for somebody that's hurting and needs school supplies or whatever it might be, a teacher, 
Who knows what it might be? But every week from now, all the way through the fantasy playoffs, we're going to have a charity of the week. And at 1 p.m. every Sunday, Team Stack Attack is going to tweet it out. We're going to make a donation. I don't care if you guys donate 10 cents or $10,000, whatever it is that you're comfortable with. We appreciate that. We want to raise some money for something good every single week and just make a difference in somebody's life. And you don't know, you may not know whose life it is that you're making a difference in, but that's what it is. All right. And like I said, um, this week it's going to be the American Heart Association. I did tweet out the link to uh, make a donation through us just a few minutes before we went on the air today. Um, but you could just go to what, what's their website. I think it's like heart.com or something, heart.org, I think. Um, but this is something that's near and dear to our hearts. And, and we chose this charity week one for a reason. And I think the, the two guys want to talk about it a little bit. Andy, why don't you start? Well, obviously, uh, the American Heart Association was uh, has been grateful to me and my family. Uh, my mother's had multiple heart attacks and open heart surgeries. I actually had a stroke when I was 30 and uh, had quadruple bypass at the age of 30. Had uh, another situation years later and had stents put in. Uh, there's 800,000 uh, people that die per year from this. And there's like 1.5 million heart attacks and strokes per year. So it affects pretty much everybody out there. I just got the lottery genes and, you know, I'm, I'm just constantly on, you know, tons of pills and injections and everything just to stay here. But it's uh, crazy. Uh, they do a great job. They've saved my mom for years. And uh, I think they, they've just done that to Nick's mom too, right, Nick? Yep. They, um, yeah, I gave a little story on Twitter yesterday. My mom, uh, back in 2008, uh, had a heart attack. I was actually home researching Jets news because it was free agency eve. So I said, <laughs> he does. It was, That's all he does. <laughs> Jet, Jet, I was on jetnation.com and I was watching free agency news. Um, and I heard my mom in the next room over. And my dad and I started CPR, and long story short, she survived. Would not have survived if I wasn't in my bedroom down the hall. Um, fast forward 13 years later, she had to have open-heart surgery. Half her heart was not working. Uh, three blockages. They only needed a double bypass. And she's home now, and she gets to watch my, my two-year-old daughter. And she broke down in tears yesterday because she knows that she could have not made it. And here she is with my two-year-old. Meanwhile, my two-year-old just yelling at her to go sit in certain places, but she enjoys it. So I, I get choked up talking about it. It's a very uh, touchy subject, but definitely yeah. a good, definitely a good organization. I, I don't know how we're going to finish this. <laughs> oh, I, I got but. one. I got one thing. I got one funny story about this. I don't know. I know Trello remembers this, but I was actually uh, getting ready to get going going into surgery, and we're in this big twenty team. Uh, <laughs> uh, fancy league and i'm talking to this kid trying to get a trade done as i'm getting ready to go into surgery i'm like listen dude i'm probably gonna die man just say yes to this trade so i know i can win tomorrow and he still said no to me but yep. i tried bastard bastard yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and nick the funniest part the funniest part is uh, you know other than his parents and his sister i was the last one to leave the operating room before he went in for surgery and he's like just try to get this trade for me man <laughs> <laughs> Did, did you? Did you? No. Oh, no. no. <laughs> we sucks. got some crappy, crappy friends back then. Man. Yeah. But, <laughs> all right. It is what it is. But anyone that's checking us out for the first time here, 
they want to hear about something else. But so let's talk about some football. All right. Nick, I see you with a uh, Jets jersey back there. I know who you are. I know all about it. But let's talk about one of the Giants, man. I, yeah, let's do it. The news this week, and uh, you know, let, let let's see what's going on with Saquon, man. What do you think? New and improved offense. You got Kenny Galladay. You got uh, Tony. They drafted Daniel Jones. Year two, he uh, might take that leap. Um, Taquan's coming off a major injury, ACL injury. What are the Giants going to do? There's beat right reports coming out that he might start the season a little slow. He might not have that full workload right away. I mean, granted, fantasy football is all about the playoffs, but those first few weeks, he might not have the, uh, you know, the normal workload. Uh, I still would take him, but I think he might be fading a little bit. I think you might see him towards the tail end of the first, that 8-12 to 12 range maybe. I can probably name a couple of the running backs that would be more comfortable taking, especially guys not coming off a major injury. But when he's healthy, he's clearly a top two, a top three back. Yeah, I, I can't disagree with that. I, I think, I think uh, Andy, when we get to DFS, uh, you know, obviously, unless he's priced way down because of this news, he's somebody you're going to stay away with until you actually see something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I don't think I'm going to really adjust much on my on my draft board with this news. I think I'm going to draft him the same way I was. He's going to be like the maybe, uh, what do you think, Nick, fourth or fifth running back off the board for you? Probably, yeah. I, mean, I would say uh, McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, uh, he'll be there. Jonathan Taylor, I would say he's Henry. In that, Henry. I would say he's in that tier just after Henry, right there. Dude, him, Saquon, Z, him and Zeke. Saquon, Saquon burned me twice. I, he's crossed off the list. I actually like, personally, there, I would there, personally take uh, Zeke over Saquon. Yeah. Right yeah. There, yeah, there's a big I got element. Twice. Of that. Yeah, yeah, there's a big element of what Andy just said. You've been burned more than once. He's only three years in the league. In two years, he was a burnout. You know, so Can't we got it. a lot of we got a lot of mad owners, and we're we're in the New York area, so that's definitely going to come into play for us in in home leagues, which I don't play in home leagues in football anymore. But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> I took it over. I'm on a three feet in that league. Yeah, good for you. I, I you you needed me to bow out in order to do that, but that's another. No, story. I, I won it twice in a row with you in it. No, no big deal. Oh. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> right. Nick, is Saquon somebody we have to handcuff? I know, I know that uh, Devontae Booker is like a big name on Twitter these days. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think they're going to get the same workload. They're going to put, they're going to mix and match. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go for it yet until it's a clear, you know, clear picture. All right, I hear you. How about Corey Clement though, man? Maybe in the passing game a little bit. Yeah, maybe if Saquon's only going to see 12, 16 touches the first two, three weeks, maybe Corey Clement's in there on third down and a little goodness, a little RB3 flex play there, late flex, super flex, something like that. I wouldn't. All right. I hear that. Um, so any any other football news you want to talk about? You want to talk about Julio Jones at all? Or yeah, it's um, well, it depends. Uh, Titans seem like the favorite. AJ Brown's pushing for him like crazy. Um, the Patriots are the evil empire. They'll trade a 2029 third round. I'm sorry, 2029 seventh round pick. I'm sorry. And they'll get Randy Moss 2.0. So that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, I think it's Titans, Patriots, Raiders, I think, have a good shot. Um, I think the Titans are the, the lead horse right now. But I wouldn't be surprised to see the Patriots, the Raiders make a push. 
Um, the Raiders are looking at Derek Carr's time ticking, and they need a wet weapon, and Julio's there. If you're the Raiders or somebody like that, I would be pushing that first rounder out next year. I, I mean, with all due respect, shouldn't every team be trying to figure out a way to yeah. do this right now? There are 31 teams should be on the phone right now. Right. I mean, and- I don't care if his age, the contract. I mean, there's, you got the Jaguars and Jets alone with a ton of cap space, 20-plus million. Why not? I mean, right. doesn't hurt to add a superstar. Right. So why are we oh, why are we talking about the Giants though? I mean, why were we talking about them so much? I mean, I got you know, there's fans over here talking about go Giants. I mean, why are we talking about the Giants? They're a bottom team. Bottom. They're in the bottom. They're in the bottom. I know I'm a Jeff fan and everything, but they're in the bottom. I mean, that viewer, that viewer count just Daniel went. Jones came and hold on to the ball. So let's move on. Let's go. He trips, he, he trips, play. he trips. Big difference. <laughs> the, the the Giants will not be trading for Julio Jones. No, no, they will not. <laughs> Nick, do you think that maybe Green Bay is a possibility? I heard some rumors that they're trying to open up some cap space. I mean, they're not going to have to open up some cap space. Could you imagine Devontae Adams and Julio Jones on the outside? That's not fair. That's not fair. And Jordan Love? Jordan Jordan Love. (laughs) Robert Robert Tanyan, who just uh, worked Mm. out his contract today. But you put Julio and Devontae, that's that's just – I mean, give him a first-round pick. You – fail every first round pick every time you make a damn pick so just trade a first round pick right it works all right nick what about the news about uh michael thomas basically saying he doesn't want anything to do with jameson winston you saw that he's uh struggling <laughs> oh, on the slants geez. the short game passes yeah. i will take michael thomas this year i would i will take uh hopkins Devontae adams even without rogers i'll take him over i think thomas is gonna hurt he excels in that short pass game um, I'm fading all Saint players until I see some preseason, until I see something with Jameis. Even Kamara, I'm fading. No, no, no way. I'm fading no way. Without Breeze, he looked lost last year. I, I'm, I'm nervous no, about no, that. No, 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 no. With, with uh. Taysom Hill, he looked lost last year. Oh, big difference. He, he, yeah, he was not, not a real quarterback. Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill did not want anything to do with him. But No, no. I mean, but that might be Michael Thomas's point is Jameis is good with the long ball. Mm-hmm. Not so much, you know, on the intermediate stuff, but you know, maybe was that a cry for Taysom Hill? Is that what it was? Hey, James had uh, LASIK dynasty shares of Taysom. So James had LASIK. He's got twenty twenty vision now, not thirty thirty. So oh, we'll be so, good. So so now the thirty thirty. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Hopefully somebody got that man. Let us I, know. I the, sure as hell hope so. Let let us know in the chat if you know what that was about. That the thirty thirty reference as. as as Nick's chugging his not, yeah, not, not an ESPN reference. All right. <laughs> All right. So we're talking football still. Let's go back to uh, talk about the Scott Fishbowl. Uh, Nick, yep. why, you're, you're the veteran here. Um, you were in the Scott Fishbowl last year and made the playoffs. I was. You're one. I, was. I, was, I was not invited. Andy was not invited. Nobody, yeah. you know, no, nobody listening right now was invited. Um, so... Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? What's different this year? What's the same this year? And and what should we look at as far as scoring system, draft, et cetera? So this year, the uh, the big difference in the Scott Fishbowl is the third round reversal and the kickers. Everyone loves our kickers. So we got kickers this year. But the, uh, the big difference is the third round reversal. Um, I didn't realize how crazy it was until I actually just did a mock on a website. And I'm not picking anywhere in that top half anymore. Um, you pick... I like personally, I like pick 10. You go pick 10 and you get that pick right away in the third. 
I mean, I just did a mock right now at, at 10 with Dalvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor, Burrow, Pitts, and Allen Robinson. I mean, that's a home run start. But um, the Scott Fishbowl, like Jeff said, will be July 5th. He will maybe be on an airplane. Maybe he'll be landed. We don't know. <laughs> but um, very different scoring system. Uh, quarterback Quarterbacks are heavily rated in this. It's six-point touchdown. <clears throat> However, minus four for, a pick, for an interception, which is a problem. Uh, one, <laughs> so don't draft Jameis. <laughs> yeah, no. So one point for every 25 yards. Um, minus a point for a sack. So do not draft a quarterback with a crappy line. Minus one point per incompletion and a half a point per completion. So the top-tier quarterbacks will go high for that exact reason. So what I did last year, I picked two. I took Mahomes at two. I snaked around. I got Eckler, which I who I love this year. And then I went back and I took Kyler Murray. So I paired Mahomes and Murray. And every single week, it was it was an insane duo until the playoffs came and they both just completely tanked. Yeah. But um, yeah, the, with the scoring, I mean, it's regular, it's standard PPR full point. Uh, tight ends is super flex. Um, two points for the cat receptions for tight ends, so that's big. So Kelsey, Waller, Pitts will probably get a boost. Um, I'm a big John Smith fan this year. I think he's going to get a big boost. I think it's a Kittle. Um, so we'll see with that. But, yeah, 22 rounds, third round reversal, kickers, Scott Fishbowl. It's going uh, to be fun sneaking up on us. Yeah, but you won't be getting Kyler Murray in the third no. round this year. Well, no, well, last year I went 8-4, uh, and four, and I just missed a uh, first-round bye by, I want to say, 20 points. It was It was heartbreaking. And my team just completely collapsed in that first round. Thanks, Pat. Thanks, Kyler. <laughs> <laughs> they did great though all season, so I can't complain. Right. That 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 seems to be a thing though in fantasy football is is what got you there. It seems to always crap you out. In the, in but the see, and that's the um, and that's gonna be the big thing too this year. Everybody looks for Lamar Jackson. He broke Scott Fishbowl that one year. He completely broke the scoring system. So now the year after, everybody was looking for the Lamar Jackson. Kyler was a popular pick. Josh Allen completely, and I, I'm on record. I saw he was a bust from day one. Uh, he completely erupted. So now this year, the big question is going to be, who takes that Josh Allen, that Kyler Murray bump? Is it going to be Joe Burrow? Is it going to be Tua? That's, that's going to be a big find in the draft this year. Right, right. All right, so let, let's run through this, man, before we uh, talk about the giveaway real quick. Let, let's run through the first round. Yeah. All right. All right, Andy's the uh, the the rookie to the to the Scott Fishbowl. The I'm the, I'm the not, bot. Not even the, the rookie. Bot. Yeah, you're, the bot. He's the bot. He's, he's the, bot. the, bot. <laughs> the bot. All right, so we're gonna give the bot the first pick, and we're gonna go through twelve picks. Uh, you know, Andy, what do you got, man? Pick one. Uh, Make it happen. Uh, based on uh, what Nick said, I think it's a clear cut. Uh, Mahomes. Yep. Yeah. All right. And that, Can't go over that. That's all I, you got to say. That's about all that. I got. That's all there I should be. Though. There should be no there should explanation. Be a period. No explanation. <laughs> this is clearly the the best player in the league. All right. Yeah. Heard. All right, Nick. Nick, I'll I'll take pick three. You could take pick two. Yeah, uh, pick two. I'm going to take McCaffrey. I mean, he doesn't have a quarterback, but hey, I'm taking the best running back in the draft to pick two. If Mahomes, Mahomes and CMC should go one two. Uh, that's I think that's pretty clear. Uh, we did a dynasty with uh, McCaffrey going to five, but that's dynasty. In a standard redraft, uh, I'm taking McCaffrey at two, even though he has no quarterback. <laughs> All right. Sorry. I, I'll take pick three, and I'm going to do something I would not do if I was at pick three myself, but I think it's what's going to happen. 
So uh, let's go with Josh Allen, pick three overall. Mm. Mm. Uh, the, the minus one point per completion is absolutely frightening. He had his uh, top completion percentage of his career by almost 10% last year at 69%, and his yards per attempt was 7.9%. I don't think that's going to repeat itself, not even close. Uh, so I expect some regression. But like Nick said, you know, this is what have you done for me lately a little bit in the Scott Fishbowl. So I think that he will get bumped up. I will not be the guy doing that. I mean, if you got stuck with him, you get stuck with him. The running upside is enough. It's a heavy passing attack. So the ball is going to be in his hands every single play. As always, I did. I did have him last year in the explosive output best ball championship, the EOBBC. Is that right? And I finished in the top five, and he was my quarterback, but it wasn't by choice. It was out of desperation because I got shut out of quarterbacks, and honestly, there was a big amount of luck there. So, all right, so moving on to pick four. You want to snake this or you want to go uh, standard style? Let, no, let's go standard. I'll go. Yeah, all right. yeah, Andrew, yeah, go. yeah and since you, thank God you took Josh Allen, so then I could take the, uh, <laughs> the, the better quarterback in Kyler Murray. So uh, he, he, you know, with his, you know, they're they're building the line for him. They're getting the weapons in there. I think he's just going to keep progressing as he goes. That, that boy's quick too, man. Let me tell you, he he just gets, he gets out of any little situation and just scrambles. I love it. Hopkins said he'll take a pay cut to sign Julio. So there's that. Wow, wow. Yeah. They asked him. He said he's all in. All right, all right, Nick, you're at pick five. What do you got? So the, to me, that it's going to be between Lamar and uh, Dalvin. Uh, it's a close one. I'm going to lean Dalvin just because he's an XFS running back. He stayed healthy last year and he crushed it. So I think it's a no brainer. I mean, it's that it's him and Lamar there for me. All right. At number six, then I guess, um, I guess I'll take Lamar Jackson. I, I really, I, I personally, I would have taken him before my first pick, Josh Allen. I think they're <laughs> going to, I think they're going to crisscross this year and go back to normal. Uh, Jackson had, what was it? Uh, 26 passing touchdowns last year, as opposed to 36 the year before. I think you're going to find it pro probably find a middle ground there and they'll settle in somewhere around 30. You add in the, the seven rushing touchdowns he gets every year, uh, the thousand rushing, rushing yards he gets every year. But when you add weapons like Sammy Watkins and Rashad Bateman on top of hopefully an improved Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews, I, I think you got a recipe there. I think he's going to go back to being a top uh, two or three quarterback, and I think I think anyone that takes him as the fourth or fifth, they're going to be rewarded with it. Did, All right, did you say Randy Watkins? Randy Watkins? That boy good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andy, back to you with pick seven. Ah, uh, you know, the, uh, based on how how quickly the running backs fall off the board here. You know, taking one of the safest picks in the draft is Derrick Henry. Uh, he's been a workhorse the past couple of years. Great offensive line. Just love him. I've been taking him for years. So, uh, easy pick. Yeah, I think it, I, I think I, I think also you you kind of, you know, he gets downplayed a lot in PPR setups, but when you add in the first down and the touchdown equity, it's it's ridiculous. And and he's He's being drafted in the right spot there. I, I think I would bump him up a little bit myself. All right. So that's seven. So eight. eight, eight. I guess it, eight's Nick again, right? Eight. Yeah. Eight. Eight. <laughs> eight. I failed math in uh, school. Um, my favorite pick this year is going to be Jonathan Taylor. I think he 
blows up. I think he has a huge season. Uh, I think he finishes as a 2022 top three fantasy pick. Wow. So I'm going Jonathan Taylor pick eight there. All right. I, I, I can't fight that, but now now you're giving me pick nine. Your favorite. I got to take my guy, dude. You got to. You got to take I, him here. I, 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 Tua? Who are you taking? Tua. Tua, I'm, done. Almost. 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 I mean, if I, if I take the next guy, I'm going to end up with Tua on my team at some point. Uh, it's it's got to be Travis Kelsey. This is tri- yeah. tight end premium. Tight ends get double the points. He was number four wide receiver in regular PPR formats. So when you put in tight end premium, he's the best receiver in the game. He has the best quarterback of all time as his quarterback. And I'm a Dolphins fan, so that comes hard for me to say. Um, he's my most invested player this year. I have him. I'm in five dynasty leagues. He's four of them, all right? And I'm going to keep going all in and all in and all in. And I'm going to target this spot, nine or ten, hoping to get him in the first round. All right? Andy, what do you got? Pick ten. Last pick. For me, oh, yeah. Well, uh, for him, yeah. For me, yeah. Uh, obviously, I I love this guy. I have him every single year. Uh, he's by far, I think he's a top three back. Is Alvin Kamara, and I think without Drew Brees, I think he's going to even get a little more uh, touches. And without Michael Thomas getting involved, yeah, I think he's going to be a beast this year. All right, cool. Nick, you want you got pick eleven? I I think both of us are probably going running back here. Yeah, this is a. I'm going to take Zeke here. I think with an improved offensive line, with uh, Dak back fully healthy. I mean, that line was hurt last year. Um, I think they're going to see carries to Tony Pollard here and there, but I think Zeke's going to have. He's going to return first round value. I think this year, at least late first round. But I'm going Zeke here. Everybody's back to healthy, hopefully. All right, and, and I am I, at the wheel on pick twelve because I know that I can take a quarterback with my next pick if I'm at the 12 spot, I'm going to take Saquon and, and, and just take the risk on it. It's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a play to win shot. I'm not going to take Matt Barkley. I'm going to take Saquon. Matt Barkley happened. (laughs) That was a thing last year. Number one overall. (laughs) Oh my God. So, so let's look at who we got here. Andy, you got Mahomes, Kyler, Derek Henry, and Kamara. I like that. (laughs) Nick, you got Nick got CMC, Dalvin, Jonathan Taylor, and Zeke, but he's only he's got four running backs. Yeah, and that's I, a trend. I, I took Allen, Lamar Jackson, Travis Kelsey, and Saquon. I got I got the super flex, tight end, premium, well rounded team. So I win. So, you know Zeke and and uh, Barkley they they scare me. So like uh, like one of our uh, listeners, Michael Miller, was saying, don't sleep on Mixon. I really like Joe Mixon this year as well, and I would probably. Th- even consider them taking them before those guys because those other guys burned me before. All right. Yeah, I can't blame you on that, man. I, I, I'm going to be in on mixing this year. I mean, not not in the first round in this format, but, you know, maybe the late late second. Nick, do, do you remember in that third-round reversal that you did, where did he go? Was he at the top of the third? Stand by. Oh, crap, I'm going to exit out. Oh, I know. Oh, yep, no, I exit out. I think he went in the third, uh, if I remember correctly. Um, I think he should go at the end of the second, early third, to be honest with you. Uh, that team, that team's a hell of a lot better this year, so I would definitely give him a shot. So what you're saying is that it's very possible if you pick at the back of the first round mm-hmm. that, that you could get Kelsey, 
uh, Justin Herbert mm-hmm. and Joe Mixon. Yeah, easy to start off easily. Yeah, so and that's incredible. If, if you're listening to this and you're in the Scott Fishbowl, then you should be putting your draft preference at the back of the first round. Absolutely, 100. percent I can't. I can't imagine any other way to do it. It's winning, right? Yeah, it's that's why I'm picking at the tail end this year. Uh, Scott Fish every once in a while puts out the um, the order of requests, and you could see it. I think 10's actually. I actually want to say 11's more popular, and uh, 10's less popular, so a better of a chance of getting 10. I'm not. I'm not even touching that top half. No way. All right. But you're not going to get Kelsey at the end of the round if you got like freaking the guy on the bottom of the screen here in your league. I mean, he's going to jump on in the middle. Yeah, he yeah. gone. Yeah. I, I got to be honest with you. I think that now guy, I, I, won't, I, I, won't, I won't have the second pick in the Scott Fishbowl. I won't because I would either go one or back. Uh, and after Mahomes, I, I, I think Kelsey's the guy. It, like, I think I would take Kelsey over everybody else we talked about. I, I just I didn't pick him with the number three pick because I don't think that's what's going to happen. But I think that's what I would do. So. I, there's no reason for me to take pick two, three, four, five because I'm taking Travis Kelsey in the first round. Write it down. All right. So I hope whoever it is that ends up winning the Scott Fishbowl entry is not in my league because I just told them what I'm going to do in the first round. They will, they will be. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you what. Kudos to you guys. Whoever gets this bid, whoever wins this entry, if you ask to be in my league, I, I love you, man. I would appreciate that. That would be the greatest thing ever. But well, the best. I'll be, gonna... I'll be, I'll be on the beach in Jamaica, so I'm a non non factor. <laughs> but as I mean, my um... as my wife said in the in in the chat room, as long as they keep bringing the island special, I'm not going to be worrying about it. So it's all good, man. Right? All right. All right. As, was, as Jeff was saying too, the uh, before the uh, the best part about this too is you compete with fans, podcasters, celebrities. Uh, I had Mike Tagliere on Fantasy Pros last year. I had I was very happy to beat him in head to head last year. But uh, you get some celebrities, and it's awesome. It's a pretty cool family experience. Yep, absolutely. Men, women, children. Yep, everything. There, there was a, there was a um a father, um daughter. I think father, team daughter. actually. And yeah, she, that's awesome. She made the finals. She did. She was like she, she was like eight years old or something, and she made the finals. That's awesome. Ridiculous. All right. So everybody that has never heard of us before that's on the air with us today, whether you're listening uh, through Podbean or your favorite podcasting site to us over the air because you don't like looking at our faces um, or you're watching us live or afterwards on the Fantasy Six Pack YouTube channel, you're probably here because you heard through the grapevine that we had a Scott Fish Bowl. We do invite to give away and we're going to tell you right now how to do it all right so here's step one you have to apply for the scott fishbowl what if you're a bot what if you're a bot if you're a bot you're excluded andy's a bot get out Ah. all right so you have to be in it in order to win it so go to scottfishbowl.com and apply that's all there is to it there's something correctly there's something Correctly. like 12,000. Yeah, you have to hit the last button that Correctly. says, am I a bot? And you have to Damn actually man. press that, or they think that you're a robot and get disqualified. Yep. Um, but that's step one, is make sure that you have applied to be in it. There's over 12,000 people have applied for this 
Um, and I believe I Nick, do you do you know what is it? Fourteen hundred spots. Uh, it was eighteen hundred six or something like that last year. I think they're increasing it to fourteen hundred this year. I think that's what he's doing. Uh, do I have it down here? He right. does not have the teams yet finalized. All right. So step one is apply, obviously. Step two, please. And if you don't, it's okay. But uh, hit the link for Stack Attack Gives Back and give a donation to the American Heart Association, please. I don't care if it's 10 cents. I don't care if it's $5. I don't care if it's a dollar. Whatever you can give is giving. And if you can give nothing, retweeting is giving. Because even if you have 20 followers, that multiplies the amount of people that sees the link and has the opportunity to participate in this by 20. So please, if you can't give, retweet, and we'll give we'll give you credit for, for that, even though it's not necessarily a requirement, right? What we are going to require you to do, you saw in the beginning, we always do at the top of our show, we always take a victory lap. So here's what we need you to do in order to win this Scott Fishbowl invite this week, and you have a week to do it, is tweet out your victory lap, whether it's for this week, this year, your lifetime, anything. It could be about football, baseball, fantasy sports, life, anything. Whatever it is that's your victory lap, tweet it out. It could be funny. It could be serious. It could be a sad story, whatever it might be. All right. We're going to take the 10 favorite ones that we like for the week, and we're going to pick them. You with us, Andy? Yeah, I had to get a drink. Oh, you were writing it down because you're not in yet, and you need to figure out the rules. Okay. No, I, I'm a bot. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna pick the fir- the ten that we like the most. You're gonna have to put hashtag stack attack so that we know to see this or whatever. And we're gonna pick the ten favorite ones that we like for whatever reason we like them. And we're going to put them into a 100-yard dash and put it at the top of the show next week. And, Nick, why is it that we like the the 100-yard dash? I love it. It's so much fun. Scott introduced us to it. But- mm-hmm. So last year, I uh, I put Scott on all notifications, and he put out, you know, first 10 people to reply, get into this dash. I was one of the first 10 people. I was walking my dog. with I was with my wife and baby. We're, we're walking, and I see the app. I'm like, Oh my God, we're in. So I'm watching it and I'm texting you guys at the same time. And I see my little man. He's moving fast, moving fast. And I'm getting very excited. My wife is like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I didn't, she has no idea. So I'm, we win. I got first place. I went nuts in the middle of the road. Like I went crazy. And she's like, are you, are you like stupid? I'm like, don't worry about it. You have, you have no idea what I'm talking about here. And she's still, when I got the invite this year, she's like, you okay there? I'm like, yeah, yeah, leave me alone. <laughs> so we got into the 100-yard dash. It is an exhilarating experience, and that's actually how I did one of my uh, draft orders in my leagues this year. Uh, so it's a little something fun to do. So that's how we got in last year. We backdoored in, and uh, this year we got the first wave, which is All an right. honor. So we, we figured we'd let somebody else uh, win and get in that way as yep. well. All right, so recapping. Make sure that you apply, scottfishbowl.com. Make sure you give something to the American Heart Association. If you can't afford the 10 cents, just give us a retweet and we'll take that as giving. Send out your victory lap. Hashtag stack attack on the tweet. We will pick the top 10. And next week, we won't make you wait 45 minutes into the episode. If you hate us, we'll get it done in the first five minutes. Okay. So you can watch the first five minutes next week to see if you won. All right. 
Uh, we don't require you to like our podcast or our YouTube feed. We don't require you to subscribe to either. It would probably help you if you did. We'd appreciate it, but it's not a guarantee, not not requirement. We don't require you to follow at amac 22 nj at and Mimi or at jtrell20. <laughs> but, it, but it's not going to hurt if you do. All right, help us push it through. All right, got it. All right. Ooh. So at this point, we're going to let all of the football people go home. There's like two people gonna, watching now. Yeah, and we're gonna move on. <laughs> we're, we're gonna move on to baseball. All right. This week is the Raz Slam and the Cut Line Fab next Tuesday, and we go on the air on Wednesday. So we're gonna talk about that now, so that we're prepared for it. So basically, the the Raz Slam is another one like TGFBI. It's a big, big uh, analyst slash uh, fan tournament that we entered i think there's 200 people in it or whatever but it only run it's best ball and it only runs fab twice a year we already had the first fab we got one more fab left and it's this tuesday and we're going to talk about some of the players that are available widely through through the league and what our strategies are and what our teams are looking like nick why don't you start off man tell us about uh i i don't know i don't remember who you got in the first fab or how much money you have left but tell us about what you're what you're looking at yeah, I uh, so I'm getting better with Raz Slam. My team was doing pretty awful in the beginning of the season, so we are on the uprising. Give me a second as my computer froze, but um, we are now top fifty, I want to say. So we're getting there. Um, I spent a lot of money, a little too much money, on uh, Akil Badadu. Badu, is that how you say his name? Badadu. Badadu. Um, so I spent a lot of money in him last time. There's some teams. I'm actually very surprised. There's a lot of teams that spent no money. I spent all their money. So that's very surprising to me. Um, oh, wow. yeah, there's a lot of guys that don't have any fab in my, uh, league. I think the big one here, number one on my list I see is Albert Pujols. So I can imagine somebody spending big money on him, but, um, yeah, we'll see what we're looking at. About to do was my big one. Um, I need some pitching, so I got to go through the list and see who's there. All hey, right. top 50 so far. All right. Um, Andy, what about you, man? Uh, my, my team is horrible. Uh, I've been <laughs> decimated with injuries. I have like nine injuries. It's been ridiculous. Uh, so uh, I have about $440 left. I'm using about 340 of it on a, a Dallas Garcia. Uh, and then I'm just going after some other uh, guys like Pavin Smith. I, I'm adding like seven guys, like all guys who are performing – they're not going to cost a lot of money, and I have to just try to fill these holes. I mean, I just got some serious holes, man. It's horrible. So I did get uh, – who's that? Uh, did I roll Montessi Jr.? I think I am back in this league. Nope, I got Fernando Tatis Jr. All right, I'm good. But <laughs> that's the only player I got that's doing good. Everyone else is hurt. It's, it's, it's been pretty and, bad. And I, I, if, if I recall, and I, I don't mean to take a shot at you, but I, I, yes, like, you do. To, I like to when hey, I can. Yeah. I, I believe your highest paid – uh, fab guy last run was Aaron Sanchez. Yeah, Crick yeah, out. because I had guys, <laughs> I had guys on my bench that I thought were going to come back, and then the injuries just keep going. So yeah, that that's the theme of the year. Uh, it's, it's been pretty bad. My my league is a little bit upside down. I'm in second place, but I only have 300 bucks left, um, which is the second lowest total in the league. And I think four teams in my league did not use any fab 
in the first mm-hmm. run. I'm the same so boat. I, I, I think I got a couple of sleepers that just didn't care and, and drafted their team and just put it away or maybe don't know about it. So maybe they'll watch this and they'll learn something and then they'll snipe me. But the, the team that is in first place ahead of me has $816 left. So wow, I basically am looking at it like for me to move from second to first is going to take a small miracle because I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get a Dallas Garcia here unless this guy's asleep. Um, and, and, you know, there's really nothing I can add to my team. So let, let's talk through some of the better players. Dallas Garcia is available in every league. Yeah. Every single league because the first fab run was early in the year and he wasn't really on the radar yet. He was just starting to come up and now He's leading Major League Baseball in home runs, pretty much. Um, no, he's not. Vladimir Guerrero. Vladimir yeah, Guerrero. Yeah, all right. I'm betting. I'm betting five fifteen on him. And those guys that with a thousand, I bid all thousand on him, especially in this go around. Right. So, so let's talk about that. That strategy. If if you don't have any holes on your team, you just put every dollar mm-hmm. on onto one player, and that yeah. should be Garcia. Yeah. Based based on the fact that he's available basically globally what if you have multiple injuries and you still have a lot of money but you it's kind of hard to gauge where to put that money because are you going to bid a 800 bucks on garcia but you need a second player and now you're gonna you're you're gonna put three on that four on that whatever it's it's really hard to gauge that so every team is going to be different i i really don't know a global way to say to do that so you might want to hit us up if you need some help on it but you know i i think from my perspective i'm only looking for the one player and i'm probably just going all in on a dollar so i'm not going to get them and then i'm going to look for a second player and i'm probably going to go all in on every other player we talked about you have to be you have to walk over zero dollars to, to just go around the must right. agreed agreed all right so Dallas is the big the big guy he's he's actually believe it or not he's I think fourth, sixth overall in points in this in this format in all of baseball, including pitchers. So he's the big fish. Like he's going to be on I, I, on every team, one hundred percent owned in a week. Um, Brandon Crawford is another big big name, which is kind of hard swallow. Uh-oh. Nick, what do you got to say about that? Cody Bellinger just hit a grand slam. <laughs> what do you have to say about Brandon Crawford? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I don't care what you have to say. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that made my day, bro. I needed that uh, big time, man. All right, moving on from Brad. I, wa- I was watching video. <laughs> I was watching videos of Cody Bellinger in the Little League World Series to make up for it because I'm going to use Well, there you me. go. There you go. So. All right, so Brandon Crawford, uh, 11 home runs, 29 runs scored, uh, 32 RBIs, and 840 OPS. Looks like a star. Andy, we love him in DFS because he mashes lefties and righties. Yeah. Uh, sneaky, sneaky guy to use against the lefty. Either of you guys bidding on him, or is it a hard pass for you? Yeah. That's a hard pass. Yeah. yeah. Andy he's, hates it so much he just froze. He's like, I'm not, I'm not even gonna talk. He's he's related to Garrett Cole, right? I I am I'm, I'm not a uh, expert on genealogy. I do. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think, I think they're married. Someone's married to someone's. Somebody's married to somebody's sister. Yeah, something yeah. like that. All right, I'm not touching them. All right. 
the whole, the whole, the, the whole, the whole giant lineup has been outstanding this year. It's They're very much improved. Buster Posey, Brandon Belt, Yastrzemski, just a really Austin, good team. Austin Slater. All right, all right. Not so much. He's <laughs> <laughs> a yeah, dollar you if want, you want him. You, you want something sneaky, though. They have six games in Coors Field in September. So there's something for you down the stretch, right? All right. Well, I mean, the, the, the guys on the Rockies probably have 15 games in Coors. So, but it, it's something. All right. Josh Rojas, 73% owned so far. Any of you interested in him? I don't want to say any. I got nothing to say. No, thanks. No, no. That's a Nick guy if he wants him. Mm, yeah, I'm good. He's yeah. just a guy. Just a he's guy. Just, yeah. He's just a guy hanging out there. All right. So let's say that you have a problem with your catcher position. Oh, God. It's bad. This, Mike Zanino. Oh. Is, oh. Hear, hear me out. Hear oh, me dude, out. Man. I can't. Oh. I can't. The problem has always Did been Cody. Now everybody can hit. The problem has always been batting average. Now, like Andy just said, everybody has a problem with batting average now, right? So the 207 mm -hmm. doesn't even matter, right? This isn't it's a true. roto league. This isn't a roto league. This is a points league. All right. Yep. Mike Zanino is in the top two percentile in baseball, not as a catcher, but in baseball, in barrel rate, and my favorite stat, X woe bacon. <laughs> like this guy is on base all the time. He hits bombs. He's freaking mashes lefties. I don't know. Somehow he wasn't in the lineup against Montgomery tonight. I don't know what that, that that's about. But 12 home runs. Like, how can you go wrong here? If you have a catcher problem, it's worth going all in, right? In a points league, yeah. If you're talking average, I'm not touching them at all. But in a points league, someone hitting home runs, go for it. Or in a league that doesn't go against strikeouts. But it isn't – like, and I might be wrong here. I, when the league average is 235, is 207 that bad? No. No. Right? No, is, no. Isn't it, so isn't this the same as if the league average was 270 like it normally is and – Zanino is batting 245, which you're like, wow, 245. I'll take it from Zanino with the home no, run. No, that never happens. Never. But I'm I'm just – Yeah, I, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, you're, this is the, the exact year to use Zanino, Zanino. All right, all right. How about how about my guy Alex Wood, man, moving on to some pitchers? Any interest in him? He's only 51% owned. ERA in the mid-threes. I think he's got five wins, strikeout per inning. He's a guy that always, when he's healthy, is always a top 30, 40 pitcher. I love him. I got him in my uh my my 30 team dynasty league, the one that I'm in second place in. Oh, you are in second. Okay. I'm I'm still in second. Oh, okay. I, I've been in second since before last Wednesday. Gotcha. All right. But so <laughs> any interest in Alex Wood? I mean, unless you have a better pitcher in mind if you're if you're hurting for pitchers. Well, I spent a lot of money on Huascar Yanoa in a wrestling last time around, so I might need to do that. Yeah. It's great. Bunch of wall. <laughs> you sound happy about it. Oh, thrilled. A Andy, what about Michael Fulmer? How about that? Uh, 
really don't know what his role is. I mean, he, they, they're trying to put him in there to close, and then he's getting shelled, and then Soto's in there. It's his his stuff looks better than it has in years, and, and I, I think he's solid. But I just don't know. If, I don't like him more than Alex Wood. Right, of course. Well, you you said he he look he, his stuff looks the best of his career, but the results are the best of his career. Yeah, yeah. his his strikeout percentage, his walk percentage. And his XERA are all the best that they've ever been. So I'm buying in. I got him in TGFBI. I I think I have him in my lineup this week because of Stomont getting injured, um, which actually helped me because I get yeah. him wrong every week. Absolutely. But, so <laughs> I, I'm buying in on Fulmer. He's another option. Uh, one of the other guys, and I picked him up in TGFBI, is Cole Irvin. Either of you guys interested in him? I mean, best He's ball. Fallback. A fallback option. Yeah. He he's more of a streaming option. He's somebody you want in in like a two start week, right? You're mm-hmm. not really worried. I mean, best ball is best ball, but he's nobody you're looking for, right? No. Why are you pointing at yourself? I don't know. I was just ans- answering a question down on the bottom. <laughs> All right. Oh boy. <laughs> How about the submarine or Tyler Rogers, man? Either of you I love that. I love him? that motion. I love wow. that motion. He's hard to he's hard to hit, man. Andy, you interested in him at all? I used to always hit submariners good, so I, I took them yard all the time. We know the names, but you know, comes right into lefties. I, I'm not, I'm not really a, you know, a fan of him. I, I still think uh, Jake McGee's doing a good job out there. Yeah. Well, he he doesn't give up any hard contact w- whatsoever. I mean, I if I'm correct, I think he's the only pitcher left in the majors that hasn't given up a quote unquote barrel yet this year. So. Hmm. He he's been on fire, man. His his whip is below one. I think his ERA is one 1.63 with an X ERA of two two two. So it, it's real. Um six saves, four in the last four saves in the last two weeks is important. So yeah. he's getting momentum to the roll a little bit. I mean, I, I don't think you could go wrong. He's probably somebody if I'm bidding on two players, he's gonna be the second player I'm gonna bid on. But obviously, he's not somebody to go all in on. You're going to do better with Alex Wood than anything. All right. All right. So let's talk about uh, this week in baseball, man. Andy, uh, anything that uh, stood out to you? I, I I can use your help on one thing. Yeah, what's my up? T- I, I told you, my TGFBI team is doing well. I have J- JT Real Muto, hmm. and I love that. I got him, I think, in the fifth round. But my second catcher I've been struggling with all year, right? I, I I can't even remember who I drafted as my second catcher. Oh, I think it was Elias Diaz, and I cut him. <laughs> I yeah. picked up I picked up Dom Nunez, who and got me a couple home runs. I was pretty excited about it. Yeah, and then he's batting like 180 or some crap yeah. like that. So he he he's garbage unless you know on a seven week seven day course homestand. And I picked up Danny Jansen. So. Do you have any other catcher options that I I can go to because I'm hurting? Yeah, I mean I can I can stop the streaming for you right away if he's available. Uh, the guy I took maybe three weeks ago in our our uh, deep uh, keeper league is uh, Tyler Stevenson. Been a fan of, on his kid for years. They drafted him uh, 2015 11th overall. Uh, big power guy. He gets on base. He's now bagging in the middle of the Reds lineup. He has like. 13 straight starts. They're actually putting him at first base too, so it gives you a little more eligibility. He he just hits the ball, gets on base, he's scoring runs. 
you don't have to stream anymore. I, I'm set with this guy, my second catcher. And uh, if he's not available, a kid that just came up today again and hit a home run was uh, Ryan Jeffers, who I was big on in the preseason. Uh, Mitch Garver was tearing the ball up. He had like eight home runs in the past like three weeks. But now he's out for the next month or so. So it's time for now to get Jeffers. You get the full-time uh, catcher spot. Okay. So, so you're saying – Stevenson's my guy, and if he's mm-hmm. gone, I, I think he I think he's on somebody's team in my league because it's pretty uh-huh. competitive. So so Jeffers is the guy. So yeah. you would you think Jeffers over Danny Jansen or Dom Nunez for the foreseeable yes. future? Not bad. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So what I'll do is I'll put in a claim for for him and get rid of Danny Jansen, and I'll put Nunez on the bench just in case he gets hot. Yeah, I mean, and like this, like Zunino is like a bank champion compared to Jansen. Jansen's just horrible. Hits like four home runs in four days, and then bats, you know, zero for forty in the next three weeks. It's it's horrible. Right. All right. I I can't palate that. All right. Talk to me about a couple of pitchers, then. Yeah. You, you have any uh, updates on these rookie pitchers that are out yeah. there? Well, like I said last week, and when he was struggling and people were getting scared, do not be. Uh, do not you know, get rid of Logan Gilbert. Uh, he had a big time start. They blew his first win. Uh, he looked great. His stuff is going to get there. He's only going to improve. Uh, I think the, the whole Mariners team is just an up and coming team. Uh, Gilbert's a guy that you want to hold on to. I think he's going to be great. He's a two star guy this week. I have him in my lineup. going to crush my guy in the head to head league that I'm playing in. And uh, he's definitely a guy that I, I like for the rest of the season. Okay. Okay. I, I was building a DFS lineup today, and I, uh, I I noticed that Walker Bueller was cheaper than Alec Manoa, and I I haven't looked at it since we went on the air, but it looked like Alec Manoa blew up a little bit today. Um, yeah, so, from, from from reading the comments, yeah, he got blown up, and yeah. that's it's a guy like you know, it, it's going to happen. He's a rookie. He has thirty five innings in pro ball before this year, so it's going to happen. He's a beast. He reminds me of Lance Lynn. He looks awesome, but I don't think he's going to, you know, be a hundred percent. He's not going to be dominating the whole year. He's going to have a little peaks and valleys. All right. Hey, I, I want to answer this question that we got on the, uh, on the chat. Whom do I want to pick first in my fantasy analyst draft? Nick Mimi, Jeff Keller, or Trey or Andy. So here, I, I'm going to handicap this real quick. All right. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. All right. So Andy's the value pick. He's the one with the least amount of followers, but the most amount to say, right? Mm-hmm. Nick, you're the sleeper, right? Because you don't say anything. You're the quiet one. <laughs> you kind of keep to yourself and everything like that. I'm your cash game guy. I'm the I'm the guy with the big following and whatever. And I'm just kind of here, but you know, whatever. I mm-hmm. I, I I'm just kind of safe. No, here, so here, here's here's a bomb line. These guys have the upside. I'm the safe pick. So yo, listen, listen. Never, that. never pick a guy with a Hawaiian shirt ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go on a crusade and go Hawaiian shirt all summer long for you guys. Right here, okay. All right, real quick, another guy. When we were talking about Manoa, like I, I think like a lot of people like blew their fab on this guy, and. Yeah, you know, he's he's gonna help you. He's gonna hurt you, but he's gonna he's gonna help you most of the season. But you have to realize that he's gonna be on a, a pitching limit, and they're they're gonna shut him down. So you're wasting. Oh, Nick, it is all right. Forty to fifty percent of your budget, and then uh, 
he's going to be shut down in September, and then you're going to have nothing with no fab. So it's it's not good for a redraft. Hey, at least somebody voted for Nick today, right? Well, we know Michael is Nick's friend. All right. Nice to meet you, Michael. <laughs> it is? Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, keep an eye on uh, Paul Fry. Two outs, uh, six out save for the Orioles. No. Oh, all right. Who who, no. who invited you? Andy, you need a closer? <laughs> I do not. I do not. Oh, On a side all note, right. can we talk about something? Eleven years ago today, Armando Galarraga was robbed of a perfect game. Ooh. Oh man, the worst! I, I should have won my <laughs> eleven MLB years ago today. The worst wow. moment in sports history. Horrible. Mm-hmm. Why can't they? Re- why can't they retroactively fix that? The one time everybody would agree with it. All right, so so are we coming down to the end here of this podcast real quick? Because I have something to say before we go. Oh boy, you ready? All right. So all Andy, right. All right. All right. say uh, something well, intelligent. Well, 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 Nick, how old were you in 1999? Nine. Oh my god! All right, so back in 1999, when you were nine, and I was winning trophies. Remember that, Michael? I was winning trophies in 1999 when he was nine. Okay, I had a guy. I was, on winning, my team. I was winning trophies. Nine years old. Particip- trophies. Participation trophies T-ball. don't count. T-ball. T-ball. So yeah, participation trophies don't count. So in 1999, I drafted a guy for one dollar. His name Roger Cedeno. Played for the Mets. He was being uh, groomed by Ricky Henderson. Right. He had 66 stolen bases, bat 313, had 95 runs scored, and won me a trophy. So that's it. When you were nine, I'm getting trophies. So hey, when I was um, when I was ten, the Yankees beat the Mets in a World Series. Oh man, <laughs> you were ten? Trophy? I was ten for that. That's so my wait, first big series. What What year were you born? I was ninety. You were born in ninety. I snuck in the nineties. My son was born in nineteen ninety eight. All right, eight years ago. God damn millennials, man. Hey, yeah. You, you know the best thing about having a millennial around the house? There's always a good IPA in the building. <laughs> to, I, I got a Cape May Brewing. It's not Ooh, bad. He, that's he where has, I was. Is that Cape May Brewery? I love yeah, those things. Yeah, that's he, where I was this weekend. Hazy Pale Ale. He didn't know. Oh, yeah. so I took it. And I Nick, real quick, on the, real quick on your fry guy, uh, Hunter Harvey is going to be the closer in the order. Is he coming back? Is he coming back soon? When, when he comes back, he's going to close. He has the best stuff in the pen. He is not this old Caesar guy. Forget it. All right, he's not French fry. <laughs> Hunter Harvey. On a side note, McDonald's fries are better anyway. Yeah, I'll take that. All right, Nick. All right, Nick. We got a little long-winded here. You got anything intelligent to say before we get out of here? I think Andy right. tried to. I don't know if he has something else, but hey, hey, nothing. Just uh, sign nothing. up for Scott, sign up for Scott Fishbowl. Make sure you're signed up. That's He's not the best kid. cover man in the in the league for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> great, great moment in movie history. <laughs> yes, major that, that, league. <laughs> that's a that's a segment we should do. Not just not just the throwback player, but we should do the movie quote of the week. All right, we, we, but I'm gonna make a rule right here: no angels in the outfield. Okay, <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All, right. All right, that's fair. All right, so <laughs> Nick, Nick's out on that segment. No All right, I'll sit out. I'll slide. I'll sit, exit stage left. All right. Andy, anything else intelligent to say before we get the hell out of here? No, the Knicks lost. I have nothing to say. All right. <laughs> oh, so they're done? <laughs> it's over. Uh, it was fun while it lasted, man. It, 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 it's just like Nick in that uh, poll today, man. It's a con- oh, consolation prize, man, right? Participation trophy just for being there. 
All right, guys. He's at and Mimi. He's at AMAC22. Go the wrong way. Wrong I, 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 whatever. Point to yeah. yourselves. He's at and Mimi. He's at AMAC22NJ, Trader Andy over there. I'm at JTrella20. Please remember, sign up for the Scott Fishbowl at scottfishbowl.com. Make sure that you send us your victory lap of the week. Hashtag stack attack. We got make one already. That, make that donation to the American Heart Association. And we will see you back at 9.05 p.m. next Wednesday right here on the Fantasy Six Pack YouTube channel. And we will reveal the 100-yard dash with the winner who will be joining me and Nick in the Scott Fishbowl. Andy will not be winning, but we're gonna we're we're gonna still try to get him in, man. We need we're, commentary we're for the hundred yard dash. We need commentary. Yeah. Commentary. All right, we'll do it, man. All right, guys. Trevor, thanks for all you do. Let's get the hell out of here. Take us out of here, man. Thanks for everything you do, man. Good night, guys. See you later. Come on, give me a break. I just need some sleep.